0: Jesus' name. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Thank you that tonight, well, two or three are gathered in your name. There you are. You are here with us, and your name is mightily glorified. Our hearts and our minds are ready. In Jesus' name. Thank you that testimony brings brings forth out of your word. My here is are blessed; they are able to put to work whatever they hear today. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 God bless us Sarah um i've seen some videos from the ghana program that went on today i wish i could share I, I could share it with you but i think it's late otherwise i could have shared it with you but it's not so late um i'll forward the video tomorrow you know maybe at the end of the session you can see what happened wow that's that's it that's the description wow wow that's 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 a description for what happened today wow Jesus forever praised. Shout glory. 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 Jesus shared a very profound parable with us. And in this parable, Jesus compared the word that goes out of the mouth of god as seed and he compared the people that heareth the word to land. By now you should know what i'm about to talk to you about the problem of the sower in the problem of the sower jesus spoke about how the seed some fell into thorns, some fell into rocky places, some even fell on the soil. But the best of the sky came for it. First of all, I want you to understand that whenever we meet like this, whenever there is a gathering of the saints and the mind of God is being communicated, just yes, note it is a class. It is a class. So whenever we meet like this, just I'm going to the class of God. It's my video freezing. A little bit. It's my video cutting. Is it cutting? What is it? A little bit. That's fine. So always know that as for the sower you will go and so the problem has never been about the sower the problem is always about the land receiving the seed this no what I want to talk to you about that I want to begin from here so some of you don't know how to prepare for services like this oh it's time for a zoom 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 meeting. Zoom. It's time for a Zoom meeting. Where's my phone? And they join. Amen. Amen. That's how most of you are. You don't know how to prepare. Listen, listen. Every meeting here is an encounter with God. Do not take it trivial. So as you be going to the Queen, and you are going to take your makeups you're going to take your um, um, the, the kind of uh, dress you are wearing for those of you in Ghana if you are going to see the president of the Republic of Ghana his excellency another Dankwa Kufa, if you are going to see that man you are going to put yourself number one to check you will check yourself how you will dress properly you will prepare yourself to go a meeting every meeting like this you ought to prepare some of you, whenever I turn on my video or whenever I come to sit city and I look at your faces, if I'm looking at your faces to put it, I'll stop. No hunger. No discernment. What's that? No, what's that? As the word is coming forth, come the writing your nose, touching your spirit up, opening your spirit. You see, in the problem of the sower, I never thought of it. I never, I never thought of it until recently. The word of God went into the soil. The seed went into the soil, but the bears came for it. And Jesus represented the bear as the devil. He came for the word of God in your hearts. That's a very profound statement there. That the word of God. If it does not settle in your spirit, and it remains in your mind, it will go. Life circumstances will come for it. So in a meeting like this, whenever, listen, from today, when you hear, oh, there is a Saturday service, there is three days, then there is four days, whatever. Whenever you hear that, prepare yourself, not only to receive God's word. How do you prepare yourself? Number one, by prayer it is not just a zoom meeting even in your churches before prepare pray because as you come and you are charged up whenever i speak for the word, your spirit man is able to receive it for manifestation you see so learn how to prepare for services like this services is not oh it's a zoom meeting let me click on the link and go on the zoom hey the man of god said we should turn on our videos so I'll turn on my video oh no. No, no you see so in every service from today i want to see your hunger are you with me i want to see your hunger your desire let the desire pull it out from me let the desire pull it out from the lord as the Lord is blessing us with this word. Let you know you come ready. Immediately, you turn on your video. There, there must be an hour that is changed. Are you joining the video? You join the meeting. Right notes. No, let there be a desire. Prepare your land, ready to receive the seed. Are you with me? Are you with me? I will want us to read a few scriptures today. Uh by the father's message. Let's see if we don't go past time. But I just want us to read a few scriptures. I want to share with you a very practical thing today. And I want you to practice it. Okay? I want you to practice it. Put it into work in your life. Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1. Let's start from verse um, 27. Let's see. Genesis 20, and Genesis chapter 1. Okay, let's start from verse verse 26. Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky over the livestock and all the wild animals and over all the creatures that moves along the ground verse 27 so god created mankind in his own image in the image of god he created them male and female he created them verse 28 god blessed them and said be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it, rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5. <laughs> Before I found you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. In the scripture. Father, thank you that your word is blessed. I want to share a few thoughts with you. When we read there, various passages um, from Genesis chapter 1, um, from the number 25, 26. Coming down to the verse number 28, we see something there. We see God before creating man. So he had a meeting with God. So God had a meeting with God. I've explained this a couple of times with you guys. I don't have enough time to go about it. But he said, let us make man in our image, in our likeness, let them. You see, what the statement God made there is not the purpose of man. Go back to that scripture. Just this one. Take a critical look. said let us make mankind in our image in our likeness so that they may rule it is not a purpose so that they may rule it is not a purpose who oh, has heard people say that you know that God created you for a purpose and your purpose is that you have dominion over the earth You who oh, has said that before let me see by hand that God um, purposed for you to have dominion when you read the scripture it's not your purpose what well, then it is it is your reality he said let us make man in our image in our likeness so that they may rule so everything your eyes can see as a person is under your rulership It's under your governance and it's under your authority. Let us make man in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule. You see, we are in a kingdom. God is our king. Let me explain this word to you. Who well, has said the word king of kings before? Is it actually it's in the scriptures? King of kings. And what do you think king of kings? It's not the kings of this earth, no. Go to Revelations chapter one. Revelations one. Let me show you something. Then. This is just by the way, but let's. let's, let's, let's. revelation one, five. It says, "And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness." The firstborn from the dead, and the ruler of the kings, the kings, the kings of the earth and the said, So, what the kings means when you hear in the Bible, king of kings, it's not the kings of this world. God has made you and I kings. So, when we say king of kings, it's talking about God being our king, and we are kings. So it's not their queen, it's not no. that, oh, God is the king of, no, 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 it's not them. It's not the chief in your village. It is you the scriptures is talking about. Now, back to Genesis chapter one. Oh, thank you. It's not your purpose. It is your reality. So everything your eyes can see is under your rulership. And today I came to tell you something that never be moved by anything your eyes can see what did i say never be moved by anything your eyes can see because it is all under your rulership that they may rule that is the mind of god that you may rule so many people the drive of money the desire of never never let that be you as far as your eyes can see, it is not it's, it's 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 not to control you, it's under your governance. And I'm telling you this as a young person, because as young people, so many of you have goals, so many of you have desires, so many, so many, so many of you have some purpose in your hearts that you actually want to fulfill, but then in the fulfillment of those purposes in your hearts. Never be moved by whatever your eyes can see. Let's go again. In verse twenty-eight, you can share the screen. Thank you. In verse twenty-eight, verse twenty-eight, God blessed them and said, and said to them, "Be fruitful and increase in number." End the screen, Oh, thank you, my <laughs> Be fruitful, number one, and increase the in number. Other translations will say, be fruitful and multiply. Pay attention. God did not say multiply and be fruitful. He said you, be fruitful. He said you, as a person, there must be a fertility in you, that wherever you are planted, you prosper. You be fruitful. He was not talking about the trees, he was not talking about the animals, he was talking about you. Today, I want to talk to you about the life of impacts. The life of impacts, the life of of impacts. You see. There are people who have lived, died over a hundred years ago. But till today, their names are still being mentioned. There are people who have lived, died over a hundred years ago. You you don't even know their uh, lineage. Nothing is said of them. Listen from today. The fact that you have given your life to Christ does not make you a dummy. God made a profound statement when he said, he said to them, God blessed them. Listen, he blessed them. So in Christ, we are all blessed. But the differentiator is this. This is what differentiates many people. This is what differentiates us in Christ. Be fruitful. Many people do not want to be fruitful they just want to multiply but that is not the equation of God that's not the mind of God that's where be fruitful then means be useful and interestingly what I found it just it just it just blew my mind away that word (laughs) be fruitful then means grow it means grow so that actually means that if there is you are not useful if you do not grow you can multiply the life of impact starts with you being fruitful you see you are a young person you have given your life to christ you pray you speak in tongues, hey. Okay? You 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 study your scriptures. You maneuver by God, but be useful. Matthew chapter six, verse twenty-five. Matthew six, verse twenty-five. Why is my doing this? Matthew six verse twenty-five. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you would eat or drink, or about your body, what you wear. It's not life more than food, and the body more than clothes. Look at the birds of the air; they do not sow or reap or store away in barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any of you worrying add, can any of you by worrying add a single hour to your life in this mission? Thank you. You will not live up to fulfillment. You will not live to fulfill your purposes you're a person of worry you are always worrying and thinking of what is what could go wrong you will never leave any legacy behind you will never live a life of impact so to talk to you about a life of impact i need to talk to you about what would restrain you from make, actually making impact. number one worrying worrying jesus made a particular statement and listen in the book of matthew chapter 6 this is how it went after jesus finished speaking about prayer he spoke about fasting and after he finished speaking about fasting he spoke about the position of your heart. then after he came and spoke about life itself that do not worry about your life listen you will never live up to the will of god to fulfill you will never live to fulfill the will of god if you're a person of worry you're always thinking what would go wrong what couldn't go wrong what no that shouldn't be you are you with me from today refuse to worry jesus made a statement he says let tomorrow worry about itself if you are as a young person As you go about your years, as the years pass by, as the year flashes by your eyes, one thing that you should put it in your mind and never forget about this, is that you refuse to worry. Worrying takes life away from you. Worrying takes, it it drains you. Worrying drains you. Worrying steals you of your joy. Worrying is a block to the purposes of God for a, a destiny in your life so you may be an Elijah you are a prophet of God sent to the people of Israel but just because you are worrying of what a woman could do to you you run away from your destiny so many of you so many people never achieved greatness never achieved the intentional purpose of God for their life why they were worrying you could be a moses god can come to you oh eh? Ah. you know god is so merciful god came to moses he showed himself to moses and he told him go and tell pharaoh to let my people go moses started with an excuse god you know the thing is it's not like i don't want to go but god you know i cannot speak you know god said don't worry i'll send you Aaron." he said no god this is pharaoh we are talking about i just can't go to pharaoh god said okay put your hands in your in your in your um uh, at that time there was no pocket but put your hands in your pocket take it out there was freshness you see worrying nearly stopped Moses from fulfilling the destiny he was worried about what could go wrong from today want you to pray this after me I refuse to worry worry I refuse to worry about the future I refuse to worry about what could go wrong I refuse to worry about what has worry about ever happened in the world. I said, worrying is a life-sucking demon. It's a life-sucking, self-inflicted demon. It it takes life from you. Worrying takes life from you. It sucks life out of you. So you see, a 15-year-old guy looking like 72. Why? He's so worried. Every day he's thinking. Every day he's thinking. Every single day he's thinking. Never let that be to you. Are you with me? Are you with me? Never let that be you. You will never live a life of impact if you are worried about what could go wrong. If you are worried about what has happened. If you are worried, you refuse to worry. This week I was talking to Masaha. Sorry, I'm using you for or something. I was talking to Masaha this week. and... I think her phone was about to die and her charger is not working or something. And I told her, go to your mom for a charger because your mom uses your your phone. She said, my mom will not give it to me. And I said, you go and try. She said, sir, my mom is actually not home. And I said, you go and take it when she comes. She's your mom. She will not beat you. He said, my father is there. That's her dad. And I said, no, give it a try. Now, in as much as she went for the charger later on, look at the kind of excuses that she was given. You see, look at the kind of things she was doing. It nearly stopped her from charging her phone. And the the point of me telling you this is for you to know that you worrying about what could go wrong will stop you from what could actually go right. Are you with me? When she went for the charger, she her mom came to her room and her mom gave her the charger. Just imagine if she had not gone for it, if she has not even asked for it. What would have stopped her worrying? So many of you. Just because you finished writing an exams and you are so worried about the, how the exams you didn't do up. It is the reason why you will not do up. Listen, th- no, this is a principal thing. Jesus spoke to us about it. Are you, is everybody with me are you with me are you with me are you with me jesus spoke to us about it jesus said do not worry about life and he asked the question he said is your body not much more than clothes jesus said it's life not much more than food if you have life so do not worry You were not expecting this message right Ooh, do not worry so many of you many people never started the business just because they were worried they would go hey what if what if I ran into uh, uh, uh what if what if what if what if I ran into you were so worried one of the many things that sucks away you from fulfilling God's ordained purpose for your life is worrying worrying is a self-inflicted demon so many people will not even talk to you about this so many pastors are so worried that their ministry refuses to go because they are worried there has never been a day in my life I'm worried about the closer family never and it's not like I don't think about oh dear one I love the clo-. but then what do I do I refuse to worry because I did not call myself That's the mentality I want you to have. I did not call myself. (laughs) when I was there, I've never said I wanted to be a pastor. He who has called you. So Paul to the church in Philip. He said he will bring you to an expected end. He says, I I I am much more convinced that the Lord who began a good work in you. What would he do? He will surely bring it to an end. Are you with me? So, for you to actually fulfill the purposes of God for your life, refuse to worry. Refuse to worry. Let your life be so totally dependent, and that is what I'm going to talk to you about. Totally dependent on what I'm sharing with you today. You will never amount to anything if you live a life of worry. I repeat, you will not amount to anything. You will die, you will live. Listen, the last time I told you that the presence of more money does not mean the absence of the devil. So you could be prospering out of God's will. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you in God's will. And as a matter of fact, prospering out of God's will is death. I'll come there. But then you, in God's will, to fulfill God's agenda for your life, refuse to worry. He said, I don't have money. Say, Nye. say, Nye. say, Nye. say I don't know. Say, you are worried. Refuse it. I'll teach you what to do. If I shouldn't worry, what should I do? And that's what I'm teaching you today. Living a life of impact. First of all, let me start by telling you that when I talk about impact, I'm not talking about... Wealth, material wealth. A life of impact is that today Paul the Apostle is not there. But then I speak of Paul Apostle when I'm I'm talking about the scriptures. Today, Reverend Kenneth Hagen is not there. But for me to talk about the word of faith, for me to teach on faith, oh, come on. This man works faith. Listen, there is a life of impact. Some of you, it could be business. There was a man he lived years ago. His name was called Rockefeller. Rockefeller. Oh, this man was so wealthy. He was so wealthy that at that time he used to tithe one million dollars. At that time, at that time, used to give a tithe of one million dollars. At that time, at that time. Today to speak about businesses that blossom from ages to today you will not talk about businesses without mentioning name. a life of impact listen you must desire to live a life of impact that your life would be a testament to others that someone would mention your name and said it was because of Angie, I did this it was because of Lavina I did this. It was because of Kelly I did this. You see, as a young person, one thing that you must eradicate from your life is selfishness. I do mean, know what you ever think is about me. You know, the world will tell you, put yourself first, you know, put yourself first. But when you come to God, God will say, love your neighbors yourself. Do unto others what you want done unto you. So a life of impact begins with selflessness. And the work does not begin outside. The work begins inside. And this is what I want you to know. You remember we read uh, Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5. God said, before I formed you, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I consecrated you. And I ordained you as a prophet to the nations. We read that scripture, right? this one thing you must notice Jeremiah was not a prophet when he was born before he was born he was a prophet so to actually live a life of impact you don't look out you look in you look within within you look within you look within he said God told him before you were born I ordained you as a prophet what does this mean so as Moses when Moses was born he knew he knew it was within him that he is the deliverer of his people but one day he went and two Israelites were fighting one Israelite and one Egyptian sorry was fighting and he killed the Egyptian why he couldn't stand to see his people being oppressed as a young person One thing that you must pay attention to is what drives you, the desires to you, what are you attracted to? What comes to you? When you see this, what what thoughts runs through you? So when Moses saw the Egyptian fighting the Israelites, he couldn't just stand, he he couldn't, it, it, it was within him. so many people are in the wrong business because their friend told them that you know selling tomatoes and eggs goes right now so let's go and sell tomatoes and eggs (laughs) and they ended up in the wrong business but you are not passionate about it but you are not passionate about it so what do I want to talk to you about listen look within but before you look within make sure You are under a certain submission. So most of you and all of you actually has given your life to Christ. That's the first point of submission. The second point of submission is that your life is always, always on God's word. You see, God works in you. Last week I told you both to will and to do. To will and to do so when your life is situated when your life you give your ears to god's word you see there will be an inner building that will that will structure your desires that will structure the will, your will your desires that will structure it are you with me the life of input as a young person what are the important things to pay attention to are you with me as a young person what are the important things to pay attention to number one what you are passionate about oh say I'm passionate about money don't be foolish that's canality no that's canality you see the reason why you are passionate about money is that your eyes see outside i said look within look within what what's when you gave your life to christ you know before you gave your life to christ some of us like this, we were passionate about parties we were passionate about going to the night clubs you know fulfilling the desires of the flesh but after we gave our life to christ we became passionate about souls whenever i see a soul person i cry Whenever I see, you know, a Christian who is being persecuted on social media, a Christian who is being rushed, I begin to cry. That's a desire. That's a desire. That's a desire. So what do you do? You pay attention to it. Then you nurture it. And I'm coming to teach you how to nurture it. Oh, thank you, William Rose. But then, hey, I'm drifting for my message. God said be fruitful. God said be fruitful. And like I brought your attention to it. Being fruitful means grow. Number one, being fruitful means be useful. What do you do to become useful? What do you do to become fruitful? That you would be a Daniel. You are in Ezra. What are you supposed to do? To be fruitful. To be counted in the side of the king that they will say, oh, there is a certain guy in your kingdom. You, 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 Daniel, as you are there, you will be recommended for the king. He said, whom the spirit of the gods are in. It's in the scriptures. That was what was said about Daniel. They, they, They said he had an excellent spirit. Do you know in Christ you, these things are already in you? and you have to bring it out of you. No, are you aware? Are you aware? Are you aware? Be fruitful, Jesus said. God said. Be fruitful, he blessed them and he said, "Be fruitful. You must be fertile that whenever you are possessing, wherever you are possessing, so you could be an Abraham. And now you are with lots and there are two lands Lot saw the land which had water which, which was so green and Lot said I want this land and Abraham said okay if you want it go for it so you could be an Abraham that wherever you find yourself you flourish how does this thing happen number one your foundation Your foundation Yeah. go to Psalm 11 verse 3 KJV KJV translation, Psalm 11 verse 3. Oh, thank you. The book of Psalm, chapter 10, number 11, verse 3. KJV translation. He said, "If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do?" End the scripture. Let me tell you a story. years ago two men began building they all started at the same time they all bought the land at the same time and they began building at the same time fast forward after three months so let's have mr a and mr b right are you with me let's have mr a and mr b after three months Mr. B has built a very nice three-bedroom house. Fully finished. Jacuzzi. Uh Give me something to say. Swimming pool. Fully finished house. But guess what? Mr. A has not even finished his foundation. Six months later. Mr. B and his wife and kids are in the house. Guess what? Mr. A is now completing his foundation. One year later, Mr. B is now, you guys don't know a bit about building, but then he he has not gotten anywhere. Let me just put it that way. But then Mr. A and his wife and kids has moved into the house for about nine months. Mr. B has not even completed it. Fast forward two years later, Mr. B is still in the three bedroom house with his wife and kids. But guess what? Mr. A took so much time that after two years he has built about four story building on one piece of land. What do I want to tell you? The fact that, the fact that someone has finished or someone is prospering in what they are doing that's not mean you are failing. They all bought the land at the same time. Mr. B, three months later, Mr. B was done. So if someone is passing by, the person will make a comment like, ah, they started this ministry thing at the same points. This life, they, they were age mates. But look, this guy is looking so mature. This guy is looking so, the house is looking so complete. He has even moved in with his family. Hey, this guy is he not serious with his life? People will make a comment like that. But you be Mister A. What are you doing? You are digging deep your foundation, because what you are building is not a, a, a three bedroom house. You are building, it, you are building a four-story, a, a, a four-story a four building. What do I want to tell you? Listen. The foundation is the rock of sustenance. The foundation is what sustains you. So in our Christian work last week, I cited an example. That when we got saved, it wasn't only me. Many of the guys were there. But today, only a few of us are still in the faith. Why? They got into the wrong foundation. So many of you got saved at the closer family. Many of you, actually. You got saved at the... You gave your life to um, Christ at the closer family. But you are still ongoing. Maybe some of your friends also give their life to Christ, but their life is a bit, you know, take Why? You have the right foundation. And this is what I want you to take notice. Mr. B's foundation, Mr. B's house, that is the three bedroom house, will not last long. In as much as his children will live in it, his grandchildren will live in it. Mr. A's house is that it's not only his grandchildren. I just can come and live in it. Why? It's a 4 story. Building I just cannot live in it. And that's the life I want you. That's the mindset you have to carry. That it is not just about you, 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 your family. No, Mr. A. He built a strong foundation that was able to sustain a four-bedroom, a four-story house. A mansion. He He built a strong foundation that was able to sustain. So, in your life, as a young person, the only way to be fruitful is when you begin at the right foundation. Adam had the right foundation. Oh, yes, he did. Oh, yes, he did. What is his foundation? God said to him. God spoke to him. Your life must be a life of impact. If your life is going to be a life of impact, first of all, I told you, eradicate selfishness. Because Mr. A, when he was building the four-story bedroom, um, the four-story building, he was not thinking about only himself. He was thinking about the generation after him. Are people also going to benefit from that? four-story bedroom, a um, four-story house, or four-story building. You see, one of the surest foundations, and that, this, uh, after this, let me see, what's the time? After this, we pray. One of the surest foundations. Go to the book of John. The book of John, chapter number 14. Oh, shit. John 14, verse the number 16. John chapter 14, verse is the number 16. And version is fine. John 14, verse is oh thank you, it says, and I'll ask the father and he'll give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever in the screen share. The surest foundation. For a life of impacts it's your partnership and friendship with the holy spirit oh man so many christians are knowledgeable of the holy spirit but they are not practiced that's practice, practice. it they they don't know how to put into effect or practicalize their relationship with the holy spirit jesus said i will pray the father He will send you another advocate. That means another of the same kind to build and have a strong foundation in your Christian work. Not only in your Christian work. Some of you are going to start businesses. Some of you, very soon, are going to even start career choices. And many of you are going to get married. Actually, Jesus is coming, so don't be thinking about marriage. But as many of you will be thinking about marriage very soon, the surest foundation. It's your partnership and your friendship with the holy spirit what do i mean by this the holy spirit first of all you know him as a person he is a person speak to him more than you speak to everybody oh dear lord that has sustained my that has sustained my christian life in as much as you know you know we pray and all of that the secret is in our relationship and partnership with the holy spirit friendship with him You can never be friends with the Holy Spirit and go wrong, never. You can never have the Holy Spirit as your partner and miss it. Partnership with the Holy Spirit is is, is, is your vital foundation. What do I mean by partnership with the Holy Spirit? Number one, relate with Him as a person, relate with Him as a person to live a life of impact you have to first of all know the God who created the person know the God the God who created the whole world it is in him it is in your relationship with the Holy Spirit that you can live your life you can have a life of impact the secret to every long lasting Christianity is found in our partnership and friendship with the Holy Spirit are you with me is everybody with me friendship with the Holy Spirit Learn to talk to him more. Learn to talk to the Holy Spirit more. Learn to talk to him more. Learn, talk to him, talk, talk to him. You see, talk to him about everything. Speak to him more. Are you with me? Oh, come on, are you with me? Relate with him as a friend. We relate, relate with him as a partner. Holy Spirit, what do I do? Holy Spirit, where should I go? Holy Spirit, is this the place? Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. I never went to driving school. One day a man came to our house. I was in Ghana. I was with Junior at that time. Junior is here, you can ask me. And when the man parked his car, the car was outside. I told him, oh, can I get your key when Do a certain thing. I never went to driving. Distance. I went... And we sat in the car, myself and Junior. We sat in the car. And when I started the car, the only statement I made was Holy Spirit. Please drive me safely. And I started. That was it. That was how I knew how to drive. He taught me how to drive. He taught me. He taught me how to drive. My life has come this far and will go to the fulfillment of god's will for my life why because i've learned this and this is something you must learn from today i learned this years ago years ago as a matter of fact my early stages, when few months after i got saved i got introduced to the holy spirit and he has sustained my work with god he has sustained my christianity to be this strong the surest foundation for a life of impact, for a life of futility is found in friendship with the Holy Spirit. Are you with me? Friendship with the Holy Spirit. You relate with the, you speak to him more than you speak to anybody. I speak to him more than I speak to everybody. I can be talking to you, but you know within yourself my mind is not there it's more like i'm not paying attention i'm listening to what he wants me to say before i make the way i make a statement so some of you has come to me sometimes and you know you ask me a question and i'll tell you you know it's, I'll, I'll give you an answer okay i want to listen first whatever you do if it is aimed from the ability of the spirit. It will last. Romans chapter eight, verse six, on the KJV translation. Romans eight, verse six. Romans eight, verse number six. M. Um, Romans eight, yeah, verse six. Madover and ten years for first printing in Salah. KJV is up. Romans eight, verse six for to be carnally minded is death but to be spiritually minded is life and peace and description what does it mean by to be spiritually minded that means to have a solidity of friendship with the holy ghost is two things it gives you life and it gives you peace are you with me it gives you life and it gives you peace so it is in the friendship of, with the Holy Spirit. Communicate with him. Learn to lie down. Some of you, you talk too much. Learn to lie down. Some of you, you think too much. I spoke to you about worrying. Learn to lie down. Holy Spirit, I thank you that you are ministering to me. Then you talk to him. You begin to communicate with him. You begin to communicate with him. He wants, he wants you to listen more as you are communicating with him. You have your book with you. You are writing now whatever he's telling you. Are you with me? Are you with me? It is in friendship with the Holy Spirit that you can live a life of impact. It is in partnership with the Holy Spirit that you can live a life that affects others. You see, in friendship with the Holy Spirit, you do not only live a life that affects others. You live a life God is appreciative of. So when the Holy Spirit tells you, do this, and you are able to do it, God appreciates you. So it was said about Abraham. God God said this about Abraham. He said, I know Abraham. What would he do? He will command his his generation, his children, and the children's children to follow me. God can give an account of a man. Why? When a man begins to listen to him. Learn to listen. Listen, listen. A life of success, a Christian life of success, it's never outside the Holy Spirit a Christian you can never as a child of God you can never have a successful life outside the Holy Spirit and because you have subscribed your life <laughs> as a Christian as a child of God you have to learn it is something you must learn you must begin from today as I'm sharing this with you learn to talk to him I'm not talking about prayer you are talking to him precious Holy Spirit good morning Precious Holy Spirit, what do I do today? Precious Holy Spirit, where do I pass? Precious Holy Spirit, this. Precious Holy Spirit, that. Precious Holy Spirit, this. Precious Holy Spirit, that. You must learn to communicate with Him. That is your surest foundation. Jesus said, He is our teacher. He will teach you all things. Jesus said, He is your advocate. He will tell you what to say. He will show you what to do. Surest foundation. It's with the Spirit of God. Surest foundation. What will industry? I'm going to continue on this teaching series in our month of communication. I'll try and finish this, living a life of impact. Lift up your hands to the heavens. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lift up your hands to the heavens. Right now, begin to ask the Lord. Lord, teach me to cultivate my relationship and friendship with you. Begin to lift your voice and pray. Teach me, Lord. Show me by your wisdom to cultivate my relationship with you, to cultivate my friendship with the Holy Spirit. Begin to lift your voice and pray.